afford to be here. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away. A song away. A song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Murray Valeriano. I'm Mike Siegel. I'm West Anthony. And uh, today we are here, and that's Frank. Frank's, well, Frank's here. He over hasn't there. said a word while you <laughs> fixed your computer for an hour and a half. He knew. He waited for his spot. That's uh, Timing. That's called timing, Murray. Uh, I don't know where he gets it from. <laughs> well, the mom, obviously. Obviously, obviously. The, the successful parent. Um, <laughs> Frank Valeriano's here. He's playing. Uh, what's he playing? Minecraft. Minecraft. Oh, my nephew was into that. Look at, for, yeah, yeah, look, at look. Just watch. Does it. he watch the YouTube videos? No, nah, we only let him play Minecraft. Like if he reads a certain amount of time, we'll bank those Minecraft hours. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, he has to read for school got the credit, and then whatever he reads, if he reads an hour the week, then on the weekend he gets to play Minecraft for an hour. And, and if he doesn't read, he goes in the hole. <laughs> yeah, he's already in the hole. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so uh, how many times I schedule this with you guys? Five? All my fault. No, I think mine wasn't, I was a fault at one no, point, I wasn't it? Was. Yeah, Mary, Mary was the problem. All right. Uh, and uh, and to today when we finally do it, it's, uh, what's the weather like outside, Mike? It's awful. It's a monsoon. <laughs> there was an arc on Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> I hydroplaned a little bit. So did I. Oh, it freaked me out a little bit. We passed each other on the 405 coming up. Here. I drove about 35 miles an hour, so I did not hydroplane. <laughs> How fast That's do you drive? That's the fastest I've ever going. seen you drive, Pat, by the way. I know. I drive. <laughs> on, the, on the way to Ellen John the other night, Pilar goes, can I ask you something about, dri- uh, about your driving? I go, sure. She's like, uh, why are you following this guy and you're only driving 52 miles an hour? I go, I feel like it's a safe uh, speed in the rain. <laughs> she goes, maybe get out around this guy. I go, okay, if you want me to, I will. That's the nicest argument I've ever Seriously. heard a couple have about Absolutely. driving. It's pretty much how it was. Because, well, <clears throat> That's how you stayed together 25 years. The only way that argument was going to break bad is if I, if I was mad about it. Right. See what I mean? The ball was in my court. <laughs> sure. <laughs> she said it very nicely. So what was I going to do? Just go, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Speed up. See? Swear jar. <laughs> What the heck? That's all right. You know, I should put headphones on. He's fine. We're going to be good. That's all right. Mike Siegel flipped us off all the way over here. I didn't know he was in the car. (laughs) I I had to call him. I'm like, dude, I got a a kid in the car. (laughs) Now the kid learned that. When you tell him, hey, that's enough Minecraft, boom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. So why are we here today? Oh, let me see. Because it's nine o'clock in the morning. First of all, we have uh, to Mike. uh, Mike Siegel is very happy about this, even though we had a a problem uh, five minutes ago. We have a brand new computer that we're recording on. Yes, I'm impressed. <clears throat> Looks nicer. Brand new to you. Brand new to me. <laughs> the other one was a 2007, so we got 11 good years out of that. Yeah, thing. absolutely. But good for a Mac. Holy, it's great for a Mac. Yeah. This is a 2012, so we should have this for another seven years. Although I don't know who's going to still be listening to this show in seven years. I think I have that same one. 2012. That's about when I bought. Yeah, mine. with the missing key. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, so that's uh, so we should be everything should sound great. We had a we had a, a guy named Ryan come in. I can't pronounce his last name. Canastrino, Canasterno. Mm-hmm. He came in last week and got it all uh, all working. And I actually had to just give him a call. He uh, gave me some tech support. Oh, nice. I overpaid him because I said I want to be able to call you. Well, that's smart. Yeah. No, that's totally. I smart. overpaid him an hour. Like he was a certain amount per hour. He was here for an hour and fifteen minutes. I go. I'm going to pay you for two hours so that I can call you. He's like, okay. Well, that's great. So uh, today- And you called him. (laughs) Don't do a test record or anything before you drag us out here at 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning. My wife has recorded two episodes so far. We are still, there are still two working comedians here who don't go to bed till three. Two? (laughs) 
<laughs> now that's a burn, and you guys figure. I know. Out. I don't know. You, I don't know who you were insulting there. You guys figured out. <laughs> I know there's no more than two. <laughs> I know there's two non-working comedians. Also, you guys figured out. <laughs> uh, so we're here today to do the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, class of 2000. 19. Is it 19? 19. Yeah, or, is yes. it eight, or is it considered 18? No, it's no, 19. 19. It's 19. 2019. This is the year that they're being inducted. So yep, I was this is it. 2019 myself. Yeah, when I looked it up, it said 2019. Wes Anthony is joining us because he tweeted and said, oh, I'd love to be involved in that, which what, what am I going to do? I said say no. I know. And I just said, well, I just, I'll just say okay. I said, I said, I'll, I said I'll, tell, I'll go, if you can get to my house, you can do it. And he goes, I'll be there. I was like, damn it. If you can get to my house. Turns out he's the one guy on time. And then I remembered, <laughs> why does he know how to get to my house? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, he was very much, he was 15 minutes early to my house, which mm-hmm. was perfect. That's great. Because he's a professional. <laughs> That's true. He is a, pro- a professional. Pro- professional broadcaster. Uh, and I would like to point out, uh, he's wearing some excellent Devo garb in, what did you call it? It's, this is my silent protest because I, I I voted for Devo a bunch of times. Sure, when they were doing the balloting ha, and it didn't. How many out. votes did they get? Have they been close? Well, this is like the first time, right? As okay. far as I know, that, that they were nominated. Uh, you know, they they were eligible starting back in two thousand three, two thousand four. Wow! I mean, this is the first time that anybody has ever said anything about it. And um, yeah, I think they actually came in like seventh or eighth. Mm-hmm. So out of the the six people who who got in. So I was, I was well, maybe kind of, next year. Kind of, yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. If, maybe. If it happens again. It would be nice. I, I, I still think that they, they deserve a spot. They could be they it. could be in instead of Stevie because Stevie's already in with Fleetwood yeah. Mac. So they could well, be I mean, in they could be in over a number of people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Although I will say this is You mean this year? Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. I would definitely right. say that. All right. Well, <laughs> there's there's several artists on Let's, this list. When and, we get to those artists, then you can say. Oh, sure. Okay. I will say this though. This is the first year where I agree with everybody inducted not that i'm not disappointed in other people not being sure. inducted like devo but i agree with everybody i was thinking that too i was like oh yeah all these people should be in now or eventually yeah sure yeah and i think they they covered all the bases on this music wise i think yeah i think so you know what i mean yeah uh well, you know they, what i couldn't find are they doing like the 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 song no, th- this is all they're doing this year. They're okay, not, they're not doing no, that. You remember how they did the song last? Like they're no. going to put this song in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I couldn't like find singles. it. There's, there's no special awards. There's okay. no songs. Oh, yeah, there's, okay. no, there's nothing like that. <clears throat> it's just these seven people or bands mm. or groups. Um, the other thing I want to say really quickly, uh, and I know this won't drop for a while as of this record, although if you're an ASAP club member, you'll hear this. The um, uh, So on Patreon, I cannot give prizes away uh, the way I've been doing it on Patreon, because it, it's 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 something against it comes falls under some like gambling rule rule. Like what? one of my tiers was like, oh, and it, if you remember this tier, you'll get to <coughs> win prizes. So we're still giving out prizes. I just changed the verbiage on there mm-hmm. on my tier, and instead of saying that this is a contest this week, I'm just saying, hey, this is the Friday trivia question. Everything else is going to be the same. So you were basically holding an illegal sweepstakes. That's that's what they were, that's <laughs> yeah. what they were claiming. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what yeah. eventually it, shut down I, Rock Solid. I, exactly. I, I certainly want to go to prison for giving away a Joni Mitchell DVD. <laughs> <laughs> that's something I want to. You uh, should. Do. Oh, how dare you give away foreigner books? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, everything's cool. Everything's going to run the same way. So if, uh, again, uh, two dollar tier, you, you're still going to get a chance to win prizes. Oh, the two dollar so. tier is the prize. Tier? Yeah, that's, that's the great. Tier, you can't beat that. No, that's awesome. Uh, and the other thing is follow West Anthony on Twitter because West is funny on Twitter. 
He always gets one like on his oh, tweets. Thanks. Only on Twitter? <laughs> Thank you. It's <laughs> very funny on Twitter, in person. It's, yeah. it's touch and go. Uh, what's your, give him your Twitter address right now. I want people to follow you. Oh, I, uh, Dr. West Anthony. But I'm you're not, not really, really a doctor. Not really a doctor. DR or doctor? DR. Okay. DR. Yeah. Because West Anthony is, somebody's been sitting on it for a long time now and I can't get it. They knew. I don't know why. They knew that something's going to blow up. It's suspended. It's suspended? Yeah, it's been suspended for like, for years. And it's, I don't even know who to talk to to get it. Maybe that guy was like a murderer or something. You don't maybe, you maybe. change your name. Maybe he was giving away know. Joni Mitchell CDs and maybe. they had to no, shut him down. They had to shut him down. <laughs> All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through all seven of the people. Mm-hmm. or the groups or the bands we all have a song i don't think any of us have the same song i'm pretty sure we are, we're going to hear four songs from each of the artists okay all right we're going to go we going alphabetical going to go in alphabetical order i'm going to start with murray mm-hmm. and we'll go around this way and then i'll be last and then i'm going to look up who is getting inducted when, when it comes to like a band like uh we'll see what members are getting inducted okay uh, let me go there really quick so I, had fun, I had fun doing that yesterday. I was on the pat on the pat. I was on the phone with Pat, and we were going over who was getting inducted. Who's getting in? Who's getting in? Who did not make it this year, besides oh. Devo? Oh my gosh! Well, wasn't Todd Rundgren on the list? Rundgren's in, he'll get in now. Maybe when we decide that everybody will get in eventually, Everyone, yeah. Yeah. they're running out of people. I mean, well, you know, that's that's and it's running. Eventually, we'll get in. Yeah. It'll also be a, a <laughs> for, the, pop, for, for the music podcast. Yeah. And there'll be a pop Funko figure of all this. Also. <laughs> no, Go ahead. That is the thing I'm starting to wonder about is eventually, are we going to get to a point where there are no artists that we seriously, you know, that we take seriously in terms of putting them in the Rock and yes, Roll Hall of Fame? And, and, and also, this is based on, uh, I mean, <laughs> I wanted to talk to like David Wilde about it, but I don't know how much he can discuss Div- it. Divulge, yeah. But I mean, it's... It's kind of losing its relevance as a. There's not that many rock bands anymore. Yeah. And b. It's it's a bunch of old rock writers in their sixties and seventies, and they're going to start dying out. David Wilde's not in his sixties or seventies. Well, but a, a really, younger, a younger <laughs> generation not. could take over. Yes, but I mean, rock then, is just and then then they're just going to start filling up the Hall of Fame right. with people that we've with Britney never Spears, heard of. Right, and, exactly. and and then you're going to have to decide is going to be more hip hop in there already? NWA's in there already. Right. Um, no, the Beastie Boys just yeah. got in. Run, and was, run DMC, so it's either going to be, you know, you have to go that way unless they get a separate Hall of Fame, which mm-hmm. I think they should have, like in the Bronx. Well, again, their biggest mistake was great. the... You know, was the, you know this, they, they should have called it the Music Hall of Fame yeah. instead of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it's in Cleveland, and I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to have tough time. I mean, I don't do younger people care to go visit the Rock I, and Roll I tell, Hall of Fame? I think I, I tell the story every year we do this, but one of my comic friends was performing in Cleveland, and he was like asking the crowd afterwards, so what's there to do here in Cleveland? I'm like, yeah. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. Not nothing. even the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They didn't it's even right mention there. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And plus, you can, go, you can go to cafes around the country, you know, Hard Rock hotels oh, and stuff, and all the memorabilia is up there too. Hard it's Rock like, Cafe actually has the largest uh, archive of musical history yeah. in the world, and they're on display everywhere around That's the world. Crazy. That seems wrong. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I think eventually the that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is going to be like any old sort of natural history museum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A jazz yeah. museum. The tar they, they might bring <laughs> they might bring kids there on field trips and that's going to be about the end of it. And after the Foo Fighters get in, right. I mean, we got Radiohead now. How many rock bands are there? Who's Hmm. Who do we got? Well, Oasis, maybe Greta Van Oasis. Fleet. Oasis they're going to let in. Yeah. yeah. Greta Van Fleet might get in someday. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Just but just, just who, I don't know. Can you think of an American rock band? Kings of Leon ain't going to get in. No. No, <laughs> no matter how many documentaries uh, they make yeah. about themselves. You, I don't know. You we, never I mean, know. I don't know. This we, is yeah, the thing I that, I, that I think the, kill, the killers, Weezer. I mean, I don't know. 
Weezer might. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know either. Yeah. Um, I will say this. Bon Jovi. I'm not a fan either. He's not a fan either. That's when I, I didn't have much respect for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then that I've been was the nail of, in the I've coffin. been thinking about this, though. Um, because you always say, who did they influence? I'm going to say that they have influenced some of the new pop country artists are influenced oh, by God. Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh, but well, that you, explains you, why you they wanted, suck so bad. Plus, here's my other thing. When you go when you go to karaoke and you flip through songs to pick, tons of Bon Jovi songs in there. So That's what? not there's a good ton, thing. There's tons of everything <laughs> in there. Is it three non-Bon Jovi people against me <laughs> yeah. today? Yeah, look, for I don't, me, I don't hate Bon Jovi, but I mean, there's uh, there's nothing there for me. <laughs> for me, a turning point was kind of, I think it was um, Linda Ronstadt, who I like, but... I don't know. You mean man. when Linda Ronstadt joined Bon Jovi? Yeah. No, oh, when she got the, in. You're the one. It's um because Pat kept saying I said she shouldn't be in because she didn't write her own music. No, I didn't, it's, it's not even about that. One. I didn't think she was that influential. I don't. I don't know uh, what the grounds are. I, I don't just, know what. Well, well, I don't know what the she grounds was popular. Are she had a couple of hit albums. Yeah, I don't. That's the other thing. There are no. There's no set criteria to yeah. get into. Yeah, the yeah. <clears> she's an interpreter of other people's words. Sales don't matter. And this is something that we had discussed before yeah. the last time I was here. Is like you know the Velvet Underground never sold like more than two records in their Ramones, entire career. The Ramones never sold any. Yeah, no. yeah. but they're incredibly influential. Sure, yeah. sure. So and they're beloved of critics. So I, that's too. where I think I, that, I'm, I think putting Linda Janet, I'm putting Janet Jackson this year in that Linda Ronstadt category. I disagree with Linda Ronstadt. She writes her own songs though, Janet Jackson. Okay. Well, let's stick to the cure. Let's All right, talk sorry. about the cure. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll never get, get to out Janet Jackson. We'll never I'll offer a defense. Okay. okay. <laughs> now, for the cure, and I don't know anything about the cure. I know a handful of mm-hmm. their songs, and I know one member. I know Robert Smith. And apparently, nine guys are getting in. Yeah, they've had a lot of Ooh. turnaround. Yeah. So here's who's getting in, and I can't say any of these names and Perry. You want me to read it? Perry Bamonte. Right. Yeah. Jason Cooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michael Dempsey. Simon Gallup. Roger O'Donnell. Robert Smith. Right. Coral Thompson. Thompson. Okay, so he is getting in. Okay. Yeah, that's L- weird, right? LOL, Laugh Out Loud, Tollhurst. Lowell Tollhurst. And, uh, and Boris Williams. I, I said most of those. Yeah, those are great. Those aren't too bad. Robert Smith is not uh, a name you think is a rock star name. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bob Smith is uh, our lead vocalist. <laughs> I always get him confused with Joseph Smith, the founder of the Mormon Church. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> They dressed Very alike. easy to dress <laughs> Yeah, <alike>. very, <laughs> very easy to confuse the two. So the cure. How long have those guys been around? Forty years. Late seventies. Forty years. Their first album came out in nineteen seventy-nine. Yep, and it says years active seventy-six through the present, which Mm -hmm. means that's when they they were originally called the new the fast cure. The easy cure. The easy yeah. cure. Easy cure. Yeah, and they shortened yeah. it. The, the, cure's shortened a good, the, cure. the cure's a good name. It is a good name. It's better uh, to have a short I find that I like most band names that have a the in it. I really do. Yeah. The who. Sure. The cars. Okay. The doors. <laughs> I'm not following. <laughs> <laughs> Murray, what is your first song for The um, Cure? Oh, by the way, Reeves Gabriel has been their guitar player since 2000. Really? 10, 11, or 12, or something like that. But I guess they, I don't know how much music they've made since 2000. Two or two albums, I think, two no, or three albums. They haven't done a new album in 10 years. No, right. They're working on one. Well, at least that's what I heard. Last I heard, Robert Smith said they were working on one to be coming out this year. Yeah. Right? Specifically because it's their 40th anniversary. What was, didn't they do a live one not too long ago? Uh, when was it? Like 314? When was that? Well, I saw them at the Hollywood Bowl about two years ago. Yeah. Maybe three, <clears throat> two or three. I'm so bummed I missed that show. But that was just a, that was a money grab. They weren't promoting yeah, it. They did like three nights, sold it out, sold like it out almost immediately. Great yeah. show. That's a big, you know what? They sounded great, but I can't think of one band that used the video component worse than that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> they, I mean, I was in the cheap seats, and when you're 
in the Hollywood Bowl in the back. Oh, you yeah. need the screen. You're in the you cannot, They are tiny. Yeah. So they just put like on one side, like put a GoPro on a uh, tripod and put one on the other side. And all we saw was like the keyboard is knee. <laughs> there was not one. Robert Smith singing the whole time, not one close-up, not one single shot on his face, have nothing. You, have you seen him? That's what. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, thinking in my mind, like he, he didn't want you to look no, at him. No, yeah. and, but I mean, and then you'd see, I saw Duran Duran like a month later, and they have like a director, you right. know, they're following everybody well, around them. Good-looking good dudes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, these guys just like, uh, just throw a camera over there, the put it on a tripod. The video made Duran Duran, so yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. true. They, they lean but heavily guys, on it. And also killed the radio star. But for a concert experience, you got to tell them, it's like, look, we we can't see you back there. We can't see any of you. So yeah. come on, give us a little something. I've seen The Cure twice. I saw him on uh, Wish, like 92, 93. Right. That was great. A Dinosaur Jr. opened in The Cranes, who I never heard from after. Robert Smith was touting him. Yeah. And then I They'll saw be him. in the Hall of Fame next year. Yeah. They will be. <laughs> then I saw him at Coachella. And I don't know if you know this, but Coachella is in a desert and it's 115 degrees. And really? my favorite thing to do was watch all these Cure fans just cower under their parasols yeah. in, in the black. sun and their, their white face just running <laughs> off in sweat. It was fantastic. Are you sure that's white face out in Coachella or is that zinc oxide that they put in their face so they don't get burned? Well, that's a good defense. Thank you. What's your first song? Uh, this is off the album I, Disintegration. For those of you who want to get into The Cure, I, I recommend that or Wish. I don't know. Wes might have a different uh, opinion on that. This is the song I picture uh, Kyle and Marissa going to bed to every night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is Lullaby. Oh. Oh, I, I forgot about this one. I like the I like the just the kind of like I was going to bring Fascination Street and that's like four minutes of just musical uh, greatness before lyrics come in. I I really like this. That whole album them. is like that. There's like long stretches of instrumentals and then suddenly, the, suddenly he just starts singing. It's like ah, <laughs> I didn't know that was going to happen. That was I, I think most people regard Disintegration as their masterpiece. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he does. I, I was reading about it and, uh, and it's kind of in infuriating and embarrassing he was he was so desperate at that point in his life because he was about to turn 30 and he thought that oh my he god he hadn't done his masterpiece yet mm -hmm. was like stop it <laughs> <laughs> so uh and west you brought me that album today i ripped it into my uh itunes yeah you brought me that and what was the other one you brought me kiss me kiss me kiss me wait a minute are you asking that or is <laughs> i'm that telling you oh, right. i'm not asking <laughs> that's you. the that's the album where he, he buzzed his hair right is that the one? I think so. It's the only way he's going to get no, kissed, I'm, kissed, I'm, kissed. I'm questioning, I'm questioning everything I say because <clears throat> it's 9 o'clock in the morning. 9 o'clock in the morning. No, I just woke up. He got, he got sick of looking out in the audience and seeing people look like him. So, yeah. so he buzzed his hair. Fair enough. <laughs> now, I had to buy that album twice. That one that, You had that to? I, well, okay. Gunpoint? You know what happened is when back... <laughs> pick in, up another when copy. It, when Record. Pick up another copy. Out, in 1987, that was like sort of the earlier days of Compact Disc. And it was a double album. Mm. And they left one song off because they felt that 
you know, it would be too taxing for the limitations of the CD. So oh, they left boy. one song off the compact disc. And then when they started remastering and re-releasing their catalog, now the one that, that we have now, it's got the whole album on it completely. It's, clo- it's really close to 80 minutes total. What song did they leave minutes off? and 57 Do you know seconds. <laughs> Do you know offhand? No, I can't okay. remember which one it is. Kiss me, kiss me, head. kiss me. It was the hit. Yeah, the title mm-hmm. track. They, they just left it off. What song do you have? Well, got one of my us? favorite songs is Charlotte Sometimes. That was just a single, but then they put that on. Um, I, forget. I thought it was Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me, but I'm probably wrong. That's no, not on mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I'm, I think they put it on the, the, the singles out collection, yeah, it's, which is it's, where this one, the, the one that I picked, came from. Uh, well, it was on one of their albums, but this is, I picked this one because it was their first top 40 single. Already? But only in the UK. Mm. that's the other thing too I mean again these are you know people going in the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame The Cure only ever had like three singles in the top 40 in the United States yeah only three and only one of them cracked the top 10 mm-hmm. but I mean I guess you could say that they were influential so I guess that's why they're going in I mean they had decent sales but yeah this is one of my my favorite early singles this is called A Forest oh yeah like that that's great into that. that's so cool. good <clears throat> well i know that uh i mean you guys are much more knowledgeable about about this band than i was i mean i knew them of course but i never did a deep dive and mm-hmm. i can't say i was ever that but you went to them. the show i did go to the show and i was glad i did and then that's one of those shows again that you go there and like oh i know this one. Oh yeah right then i forgot how much of their stuff i knew right basically because in college i had a roommate who had the head on the door poster oh okay. and then he owned everything and so just from osmosis, 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 okay. osmosis I, uh, I absorbed everybody. it. Are you still in touch with that gentleman? Yeah, osmosis. No, your college osmosis? roommate. Osmosis Jones. Yeah. <laughs> are, you still, are you still in touch with your college yeah, roommate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he still like the cure? Absolutely. He still talks about it. And he's very happy about this uh, nomination or induction, I should I bet say. he is. And talking about the hits. So I realized in doing this and researching this how little I owned of there, but of course I have this. And this might have been their biggest. This is pictures of you, and this is maybe this is how I really kind of they put them on the map for me. That's such a great song. And beautiful, really. Yeah. Seven minutes long. Is it? Yep. Did you put it on my queue? This is your queue. How long has it been playing? Two minutes and 36 seconds. Scream at the make believe, scream at the sky. You find 
My cue was wrong. We didn't get to the chorus, but so everybody good. knows I'm it's sorry. beautiful. So good. I said, I said Robert Smith is such an underrated songwriter. Oh, yeah. I said that for He's years, a good man. vocalist, too. Yeah. Eh, he does what he does. Yeah. <laughs> I like it, though. But I mean, it wouldn't fits. be breaking apart. He all sounds these like he's crying you. when he's singing. Yeah. That's the thing. And that's why all the girls in high school loved him. Yeah. And all no, the depressed loved, guys. No, no, no. They all loved Alice. <laughs> okay, so no. Just the young girls, right? Didn't was the young girls. Was that their biggest hit? No. no in in was, fact, that's the thing I was going to say is that so far, nobody has picked their biggest hit in the United States. I'm waiting to see if Pat. I, I thought Pat would pick I it. I might have because uh, I'm only familiar with the hits, but now I'm, I'm going to take a deep dive because it's never been a band where I was like, oh, I, I hate The Cure. It's just I just didn't sure. get into them. So now the song I picked, should I even say it or should I just play it and then you guys nod if it's correct? Correct as far as what? <laughs> if it's the biggest hit. Oh, okay. No. This isn't it? No. Oh, wow. But Love this is song. one of them, right? This is one of the three? Yep. This is a great song also. Yes. I'm getting college flashback. Of your roommate with a hanger on the door and yep. you can't come in. <laughs> sock. Sock, but you drape the sock over. Okay. Was this was so that good. one in a uh, a John Hughes movie? Had to have been. Not that I know. Know. But it was Molly Ringwald dancing to that. No, not that I know of. No. So I, of that, the, I'm gonna go three hits. I'm gonna tell you. Oh, what they're I gonna play? Uh, no, what well, three as hits? As far of, as the, the three top, I mean, they had more hits back yeah, in I'm the talking, of England, but here in the yeah, states, yeah, and in the states, I'm exactly gonna say three. this is it. This Picture, one, yeah, pictures of you. No, I'm sorry, not pictures of you. Um, um, just, just like heaven. Just like heaven. Love song. Yeah, I almost played that. And then of course Friday, I'm in love. Those are the three. Mm-hmm. And then this would and be four. No, no. No, that was three. Oh, this was three. Yeah. Just like yeah. Heaven. Sorry. Yeah. Just like Heaven actually just barely cracked the top 40. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday I'm in Love was like a like a top 20 hit. It got to like number 18. Love Song is the most popular single they ever hit. It got as high as number two. Really? That's I didn't the know one that. that I, that's the one mm-hmm. I thought that somebody was going to play. because that, I almost that did. Was, that was yeah. their biggest <laughs> hit. And Just Like Heaven is actually my favorite Cure song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I decided, I thought somebody else was going to play sure, that. Sure. So I just figured I would go with something you know earlier because I, you know, it seems like the, the earlier stuff doesn't get played as much as it used to. So right. you think but, those big three are the ones they are going to play at the hall? Uh, they'll definitely play Love Song, but... I don't know about the, the rest of them. They, they might go further back. Right. You never know. You can't I don't know. Pictures of you and Just Like Heaven. That'd be fantastic. Boom, boom, boom. And, you're in, you're out. And by the way, Wes. No, you're not. Those are seven-minute songs each. I know. Well, yeah, you, you shorten them up. Wes, how dare you bring knowledge to the show? <laughs> uh, I remember when Friday I'm in Love came out, we were like, did Robert Smith find God? Yeah. Like, why is, what happened to He's him? He's in therapy he, now. What, why is he, he found so Thorazine. happy now? He found Valium? I'll send you the uh, Wish album also if you want. It's a good uh, Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, moving on to... Okay, so The Cure feel, fills the alternative slot. Well, how, would you, what would, how would you classify The Cure in this class? What, what slot do they fill? Do, yeah. they, do they have a goth slot? Is there a goth slot? Oh, this guy's kid's mad. So He's mad. really into so goth, angry. I guess. Yeah, he, he really wanted to join the vision in this year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so we don't we don't know how to classify. Do they do that? Do they class us like? No, that? I'm just I'm just doing it for us to see if they covered all the bases this year. Yeah, but I think three of these kind of fall in the alt. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah at you're least right. two, All maybe right. three. I would put two in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I would put two in there too. Okay, so now we're going to Def go. Leppard fills the Bon Jovi spot. We're gonna, <laughs> I'm uh, more for Def Leppard than Bon Jovi. So am I, but in the I think, in the hall. Yeah, but but if but but to me they're equal. They're of equal importance. They both have two diamond albums. They both are They're the British Bon Jovi. They span the same period of time. <laughs> Substitute New Jersey for Sheffield, and then you <laughs> have them. But one of them is better. Yeah. <laughs> I just and I, one I, of them started it. I feel like Def Leppard really started that. Without Def Leppard, there wouldn't have been that whole hair movement. Oh no! No, that goes way back. To, it goes way back to even the sweet. No, yeah, the Bowie movement of the eighties. I mean, I'm not talking about the glam crossover and stuff like that of the seventies. I'm talking about the launching of the eighties, the new wave of British metal. Yeah, the new wave of British heavy metal. Let's see. Um, let's check. I'm, I'm going to check out the discography and see whose album came out first. How about that? Oh, I'm sure it's Def Leppard. Oh, Def, oh, Leppard. Leppard. Def Leppard's album first. Late seventies, nineteen eighty, March fourteenth, nineteen eighty. It was that. Oh, I thought it was seventy nine, eight seventy eight. Yeah. And then High and Dry was, what, 81, 82, or something like that? It must have been close. Yeah, but no, they're, they're, they're predating Bon Jovi for sure. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, Pyromania. Pyromania. Pyromania was 83. Three or four? 83. 83? Yeah. Because it was hysteria. a hugely Pyromania was massive. Yeah, yeah. They, they toured uh, like hysteria, three years on Hysteria on was, took four years because it was all the, the, the nonsense that went on between. The, the first, they... They, they wanted to get, to get Robert Mutt Lang back in there. Mm-hmm. And at first he said no. And then they tried to work with Jim Steinman yes. producing. Oh, right. Oh. And that, hey, two out of three ain't bad, huh? That was, <laughs> that was a disaster. And then they managed to get Mutt Lang back in there. And then there was the whole arm thing with the drummer. And mm-hmm. it just, everything went to hell. Wait, did something wait, happen wait, with wait. the drummer's arm? I like how Wes dismisses it as the whole arm thing. The whole arm <laughs> well, thing. I mean, he actually, like, it he, got he, torn he, off his body. <laughs> and then they reattached it. You know, it, the arm and thing. And they and didn't got reattach infect- it. Yes, they did. Did they? And then they got inf- infected and they had to remove it again. The Jeez. arm thing okay, makes it sound like, like you had a Charlie horse. Yeah. Was Wes, that Wes the, sounds like a, a record executive yeah. when, he, when, when they the found out. <laughs> hey, let's, babe, let's it's an about, arm please. thing. Let's talk about this arm thing. It's an arm be able thing. To deliver. Was that in the movie? <laughs> I'm trying to it's remember. It's in the behind the music. Okay. Remember when the drummer from Def Leppard had tennis elbow? No, because I, I... Oh, boy. And then he couldn't, uh, I keep, he couldn't I always, play. I always think about that movie that they made. Oh, man. Well, I don't, that, that was just, that's a VH1 was, schlock. Fest. Yeah, it was loony. I I wish it was on home video, because uh, I would love to watch it again. With no. uh, who played Mutt Lang in that? Um, uh, He's in... He, Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony yes. Michael Hall. <laughs> yes. That was like... And oh, I, it was I, I've so said weird. this a thousand <laughs> times. You can... They can make a a, a dinosaur look real. <laughs> And scare you, but they can't put a fucking wig on somebody in the 70s without <laughs> nope. it looking ridiculous. Nope. Swear jar right there. <laughs> you already yeah. owe five bucks. All okay. right. Who, here's who's getting in. Oh, Def Leppard predates Bon Jovi by four years. Yes. Sure. You're right. You um, that's right. You heard me say it. Murray's mm-hmm. right. Here's who's getting in. Original members, Joe Elliott, mm-hmm. Rick Savage. Uh, a couple of rock Rick, and Rick, pieces. Rick Allen. Right. Uh, Steve <laughs> Clark, rock and piece. Rock and, mm-hmm. and Pete Willis, who Off was the- their original... Uh, uh, rhythm slash lead guitar. He went for and he went for like three albums, right? Yeah, he went and he, yeah he went for the first three albums. Then we got Phil Collins getting in and Vivian Campbell's getting in. So virtually everyone who's ever been in Def Leppard is getting in, and I do agree with that because that makes so, sure. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of personnel change. No, no, yeah, and they yeah, they so. only had personnel changes when there was well, they died. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. drank himself to death. Yeah, yeah. death. <laughs> and I guarantee when Pete Willis walks on stage, uh, he will look. So horrible. Oh, I'm sure. Because he's been oh. out of the limelight the whole time. Pat and I were talking about that yesterday. It's like you can always, because I watched the uh, Twisted Sister documentary oh. again, mm-hmm. and D. Snyder looks fantastic. 
Mm-hmm. JJ French weighs 300 pounds. Got to keep you your, know the animal yeah, weighs. Stay thin and keep your hair, man. Yeah, yep. man, you got to stay on camera. Like keep, keep yep. your good looks. Uh, so what do you got? What's your first tune from Def Leppard? Uh, my first two from Def is probably the first one I ever remember sneaking down to watch MTV and uh, seeing some uh, uh, Union Jack shorts mm-hmm. on the, the two armed uh, drummer at the time. <laughs> yep, two arms at the time. Uh, this is bringing on the heartbreak. Yeah. Was that high and dry? Yes. That's high and dry. Yeah. Were you not allowed to watch MTV? Oh, yeah. My dad was a preacher, so I wasn't allowed to oh, listen okay. to music or watch MTV or anything like that. We, we were one of the last. Off. You weren't allowed to jerk off. I wasn't allowed to jerk off. <laughs> we were one of the last towns in the area. To do that, though. We yeah. were one of the last towns in the area to get wired for cable. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. And I remember going to a friend's house who lived in a town over, and the first time seeing it, I think he, you know, we were just hanging at his house one night. And we sat there and watched for hours. Oh, yeah. We're just blown away. I know. Just blown away. It's and nuts. half the videos were all Rod Stewart and Pat Benatar. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't have it because my dad was such a cheapskate. But <laughs> we had we had a local channel. This is like a UHF channel, mm-hmm. Channel 22. Okay. KY. Is that here? Jelly. K, mm-hmm. No, KWHY. Is I, that I think, here in Southern California? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they, they had a thing where they would they just had a block of videos for like two hours in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they knew when kids were going to come home from school. Oh, absolutely. And so that was that was my first exposure to, to videos was on KY. It was like Wayne's World. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Austin, uh, Texas, I don't know if they still do. I'm sure they do. They have their own kind of MTV that plays uh, local bands, unsigned bands, and then like U2 and Coldplay, and then like just a live band down the street at the bar. So it just runs the whole gamut. It's fantastic. I remember the first time seeing much music in Canada, and that blew me away. It was like, wow, this is you, you like Canadian artists you never heard of. Right. And they would have a completely different playlist. And <coughs> a lot of cool stuff, though. Mm-hmm. They were playing a lot more alternative stuff. That, um, MTV was corporate pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. pretty mainstream. I used to like to watch uh, USA's Night Flight. Oh, I love oh, Night yeah. Flight. Yeah. I love Night Flight, That's man. the first time I ever saw Suzanne Vega. That was great. Marlena on the wall. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> that was the first time <laughs> I, I ever this. saw Bambi meets Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they right. that. They used to show those shorts. and they yeah, they had a short sequ- film. They going to do a sequel to that? Bambi meets Godzilla? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what were you going to say, Wes? They had a short film with Webb Wilder. I remember seeing that there for Webb the first time. Webb Wilder. Oh, oh man. God. I remember yeah. him. The Saucer's Reign. Was the, it's like this is this, this sort of rockabilly type rock musician, and then he's also a private detective, and then there's a conspiracy theory involving flying saucers. I actually have it on, on like VHS still. Oh, it's hilarious. It's just nuts. But he was uh, he's all, he's a killer. killer we need a night system. flight, man. We, yeah, we need to yeah. Oh, so turn t- on the web. There's probably so, a oh, thousand of them. There's YouTube. Def Leppard, what do we tomatoes. got, Wes? Okay. I just got to move it along because we have no, a hard yeah, out at okay. uh, 5 to 11. I, I 5 to 11? Had yeah. to go oh, with, 12. I had to go with a track from Hysteria because I mean, that was the one where they basically just went nuts with success. It's like the biggest, one of the biggest selling albums of all time. Yeah. And this one, uh, just stupid title, great song. Mm-hmm. And I, it's 30 years on now. And the, the chord change when they get to the chorus is still one of the most glorious things I've ever heard in my life. It's Armageddon it. <laughs> yeah. 
That's the part you like? Yes. <laughs> Mike and I were trying to discuss the uh, the time frame here. Yeah, that's why we, you guys were going to get here at nine, and and then we were going to record till about right. five to eleven. Then Pilar comes in and she has to record two podcasts. Oh, but wow. um, but then we had some snafus, so that's why. Okay, well we got. That's why my I'm eyes gonna are blast. I'm going to blast through this. All right, then I, then I won't tell the story about plant shooting pool with Vivian Campbell like I used to. Uh, like no, I, that's like a, like you I can probably tell. go back to just go back to any episode that Murray's on and probably <laughs> hear that story. <laughs> no, I love the I love the chatter. I just want to be able to. I just want to get through this. I'm going to play a hit that um, again, another huge MTV hit, and this is when I first really heard of Def Leppard. So this is my favorite song of theirs. This is Photograph. Oh, okay. It's a good song. It still uh, sounds classic. great. Yeah. I didn't really, really like, I liked High and Dry and I liked Pyromania. And then I kind of got out of Def Leppard until like five years ago. A lot and of people I started listening to the later stuff. A lot of people only like the first three albums. And they don't like when they went, you know, a little more slick, do you want to say, or a little more yeah. over, overly, overly produced. produced. That's yeah. a good way to say it. Yeah. But yeah, well, um, that whole decade was overly produced. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. <laughs> I, was, I was working at National Record Mart when Hysteria came out and we got a cassette of it. Like, like I'm talking like six weeks before it was gonna come out. Yeah. And I opened, I was opening up the stuff that day, and I'm like, what is? Oh my god, this is a new different. Right in my pocket. Nice. <laughs> and and I listened to it. Like I, w- I went home and listened to it. And I was like, this is crazy good. And so uh, yeah, I was listening to that, and no one ever knew that I stole that from the store. Mm. I went with a deep cut from High and Dry. Oh. This is I, I don't know if you guys even have ever even heard this song. This is called You Got Me Running. That. that goes out it, to yeah. Alexi Lalas. That goes out to Alexi Lalas. Is he a Def Leppard fan? Yeah, oh, yeah we did a Def Leppard episode. Oh, thanks for listening to the show. Man. How did I miss that? <laughs> Has it come out yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been on three times now. I think we're gonna do Alexi and I don't get along. That's why I don't <laughs> okay. I did not know that. <clears throat> so, none of us played Pour Some Sugar on Me, which they're gonna absolutely play at the Hall of Fame. I don't like that song, me either. That's, that's just because it's so overplayed. Yeah, and it never, never really kicks in. Yeah, yeah it's not that great. It's yeah, just a, it's, a, it's just <laughs> it's a drunken sing along. It's a stripper song. It is yeah, a stripper song. Uh, by the way, one lump or two. <laughs> that's a lyric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one lump or two. Uh, so, so far, we're on board. Uh, both of these bands should be getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Absolutely. And Def mm-hmm. Leppard is uh, that uh, that covers the rock or metal or whatever category you want to call it. Okay. Although I do think Judas Priest should be in before Def Leppard. That's just me. Hmm. That's just me. So we're missing Judas Priest and Iron Maiden, and who will all get in? Probably they. They have. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so we're moving on to Janet Jackson. Let me give you the rundown. Of uh, guys, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. <laughs> I was wondering. Let me give you the rundown of who's getting in. Uh, uh, Janet Jackson. Okay. Oh, good. She's, been, <laughs> she's, she's been with her a while. Sure, yeah. She's no, been Jimmy Jam, no Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis? I don't think, but you would think they're... They're in themselves, aren't they? they or I think they, they are. They, they might yeah. be in as, I think as they producers. Are. Yeah. Yeah. They're integral. Because is that the word? They say it right? Integral. Yeah. To, yeah. To, yeah. To, that's a tough word for me. That's the wrong word. It's, it's integral. Inter, integral. Now, it's another person that integral. I didn't know had as many hits as she did. She had a lot. Mm-hmm. Tons. Yep. yep. We're going to hear them. All right. Fire none, of, none of us know deep cuts. No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm bummed. Mona from Good Times isn't getting in with her. <laughs> she rescued her from her abusive parents. She did raise her. Yeah. She raised her. You in, could in, say her first hits. In, in, oh, <laughs> come on! It's early. What this do you is got? Janet Jackson's escapade. That's fun. That's good stuff. That's fun. I love that song. Yeah, that's a great song. By the way, her her brother's having a resurgence. I guess, I guess there's a documentary out about him right now. So, oh, no. Uh, oh, yeah. Check. Yeah, can't keep his records Tito? flying off the shelves. Go check that out. Tito. Yeah, it's Tito. <laughs> Tito. Marlon. <laughs> uh, Randy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even worse. We can just keep going. Like You name, you say Tito and that we laugh at that, but then you go Marlon and then Randy. Yeah. Jackie. Jackie. Zeppo. I always love Zeppo. I like it. I love watching the Jackson five when Michael's like six and Jackie's 28. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Uh, what do you, you went deep. You went, yeah, I I did kind of go deep. And well, I actually, my first pick was, was escapade because that's one of my favorites. Right. Um, but I vetoed it because Murray had it. Yeah, and that's fine. Suck but, it, West. But actually, it's it's kind of good to, to go back because this is the thing. This is the, the title track off of her first album, which nobody listens to. No. It, it did not get a lot of play. It was not very successful. It wasn't until her second album, Control, that's where everything went kablooey yeah. and she turned into a superstar. And I think that's a large part of why I think she does deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because her she co-produced that album with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah. And all the three of them... They single-handedly created an entire subgenre of R&B music. Mm-hmm. They created New Jack Swing. She took control. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I see what you did. That's why, that's why yeah. they called it. That's yeah. really why she called it that. But uh, this one, she didn't take any control on it. This one actually was co-produced by Giorgio Moroder. That's one of the, that's Ooh, one of the reasons boy. why I picked this one. Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, this is from her first album. It's the title track is called Dream Street. Wow, it almost doesn't sound like her. I love that synth bass. No, I don't like this at all. (laughs) 
I think we can all thank Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah, you can really <laughs> nightmare on Dream Street. It's like a quantum leap in between this. It's yes. it is yeah, yeah. pretty pedestrian. Yes, yeah, yeah. it really. And is. then two years later, I mean, that's the thing. She, re- she really did take control of her sound, mm-hmm. and yeah. it just exploded. Yeah, that it's, sounds like a Reby Jackson song, not a Janet Jackson. <laughs> I didn't realize that one was the birth of a new Jack Swing. Mm. Yeah, that's it. It all just flew out of there, okay. and then and then that sound really just took over R and B music mm-hmm. from like through the late eighties into the nineties, and and it's not even my favorite sound, sure. really. I mean, when it comes, I mean, I love R and B music, yeah. but I I love it best from the fifties, the sixties, and seventies. Really, in the eighties, it really started to change. Prince was the one who really first started to change it, and I mean, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis came out of that whole right. mini and hip hop changed it. You know, rap changed it. Yeah, too. yeah, it did. It, it made it a lot more electronic. I, I I feel like there was a lot more soul. There was a lot more funk to it yeah. in mm-hmm. when in the the sixties and seventies in particular. I missed an opportunity before playing that West. Oh, it's a single stinkeroo. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, you and I had the same one. Okay. I really, um, I don't, I don't know a lot about Janet Jackson. I don't. I, I think it's amazing that the the youngest sister in this musical family became wildly successful and and for a, a time bigger than the other members. So mm-hmm. I mean, I feel she should get in. It's just not and on her own terms deal. and on her own terms. Yeah, I was without without Joe beating her down. <laughs> I was torn between this one and uh, Rhythm Nation, which I thought is a pretty, pretty mm-hmm. good song. But this is my favorite one of hers, only because it kind of rocks. Yeah, and this is the one I can kind of picture. Oh, is it uh, Black Cat? Yeah, it's one I can picture, <laughs> okay. kind of like the Foo Fighters backing her up on this in the live version, you know. But so here's uh, Black Cat. I wonder who inducts her. You know, oh, good one. You know who wanted to duet with her on this song? Lemmy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah? Yeah. That would have been great. He said his record company wouldn't let him. Uh, that's like, hilarious. Who plays guitar on that song? That's, I'm is looking it, it up right I'm now. I'm trying to find it, too. I think it's someone famous. Actually, I think it's not somebody famous. I looked it up, and I can't Oh, it's I also co-produced by Jelly Bean Johnson. Benitez? No, Brother. Jelly Bean Johnson's a different Jelly Bean. <laughs> How many jelly beans are going to be in music? <laughs> I think there's just the two. The Jelly Bean Johnson, Jelly Bean Benitez. Well, I'm Team Benitez. I, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I am by default because he he had this one album. There was that, that song, uh, Who Something Who, or whatever it was. It was sung by Elisa Fiorello. I went to high school with her for a time. <laughs> so, so you think oh, uh, so during her performance, uh, Jan- uh, Justin Timberlake comes out and pulls her oh, shirt I sure down? I hope so. Oh, let's do it. Um, since I don't have a Janet Jackson song, I am going to pick uh, take this opportunity to play a song by her cousin. Uh, no, I guess this is her dad, uh, Joe Jackson. This is from his new album. Oh, no. Gone and shove it in my face. <laughs> This from the new Joe Jackson album, Fool. And Why I, have you not sent me this yet? Highly, highly recommend it. Oh man, it. this sounds great already. It's called Fabulously Absolute.
so good. Does, uh, does Joe Jackson get in? Yes. I you think? So. Absolutely. I, He's got to. Yeah, does, it would, it does, would be nice, but the thing is... As Murray would say, Bon Jovi got in. Of course he has to. <laughs> what about my man, Graham Parker? Mm. <sighs> well, I mean, I mean, he should. Yes, and okay, but but I, I don't know if he's even been nominated. No, no, think no neither of them have, and that's. I mean, I would, I wouldn't mind seeing either of them in, but it's uh, Graham and Joe. Is that who we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, either one of them would be fine with me, but I think it's it's going to be a rocky road. If, mm-hmm. if, if it's going to happen for us, it's got to be um, Joe. Is Elvis Joe Costello in? Joe before Grant. Elvis El- Costello, he's got to be in. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Because that's the thing, out of the, that angry young man triumvirate, he was, he's the one that yeah, everybody the, remembers. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, like, will, will Nick Logan get in? I mean, who knows? He well, should. He's we all wait long enough. Either, everybody gets in. Either yeah. by producer or yeah. artist. Mm-hmm. At the very least as a producer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's move it. Now, we're moving on to the, um, we're moving on to, now this person, for me, I can fill this slot better than with a Stevie Nicks. Because here's who I think should be in instead of Stevie Nicks. And Stevie's in with Fleetwood Mac. Sure, right. And I do believe Stevie deserves it as a solo artist because she had a great solo career. Yeah. Okay. Wes shrugs. <laughs> I'm not sure. But if I'm going to take Stevie out of it as mm-hmm. the single female artist, I think 100% Pat Benatar should be in. Yeah, okay. but we've talked yeah. about that. Why they I know, won't but, uh, but why don't you think she'll be in? Because then we'd say that because she insists that Neil Geraldo gets in with her. Well, she probably does. And I think they, they're like, no, no, we don't. No, it's the albums <laughs> no, are Pat it's you. And, it's and, you. I understand that she had a lot. He had a lot to do, and he'll enjoy the at the trophy at the house. Yeah, <laughs> he'll speak, <laughs> and you yeah, and you can make a plaque and put over the <laughs> top yeah. of the plaque that's on it. Well, maybe it will be that thing though, where it's like they won't. They would invite her up, and like Janet Jackson, only her. Is allowed only she is allowed to say anything, and yeah. then he'll probably be like, "Well, how come I don't get to?" Be oh, but and, and, and oh, and, buddy, I can't help you. That's what they'll say. That's what the people that run the award will go. Oh, buddy, I can't do that. But yeah, I would put Pat Benatar, Pat Benatar before her. Before, sure. Yeah, I yeah. mean, she has a couple of Grammys for rock vocalist, multi platinum albums. She was gigantic. Yeah, and still doing it. But you disagree, Murray. Disagrees. I don't really know. <laughs> okay, Joan Jett is too tired to argue this. Joan no. Jett is in. Joan Jetson? Yes. Yeah, Joan okay. Jetson. If Joan okay. Jetson, Pat writes the songs. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, I, would put, I think I would put Pat above Joan. Now, yeah. This is a, the, the song Murray picked, the song is three minutes and 46 seconds long. When he sent me his cues, he cued it at three minutes and 26 seconds. <laughs> Not so, a fan. So Not I, a fan. I, I play, I play so it's it, a big finish. I play, it, I play it, and it just goes, and I'm like, wait a minute, that can't be the right cue. I'm typing, Murray. All right, Murray, what's So then he writes, are you sure your cues are right? Mm-hmm. Like, now I have to go back, and just because one was off by a number, you could have figured out mm-hmm. that well, I a couple you two. didn't have cues, so I'm like. That means start from the beginning. Well, Kyle knows my code. Kyle knows my code. Kyle's out of What time. is it? This is her duet with uh, asshole, asshole number one, Don Henley. Don Henley. This is leather. Hey, you didn't, I knew it immediately. I love this song. It is a great song. Yeah. I really like his voice on this song. I like Don Henley's voice. It really, really it's adds a, a lot to this song. It's a, it's a, it is a good tune. 
So for Solo... Wes, we can't be happy with everybody getting inducted. (laughs) Wes, you're not a fan? No, I like Stevie Nicks. But yeah, I think that she deserved it more for just for being in Fleetwood Mac. I don't don't know why you don't like my my solo babies. I mean, (laughs) all my babies are beautiful. If I had followed her career more closely, maybe I would have a a better opinion. I'll tell you a little bit about my career. I moved out here with Lindsay. I was cleaning houses. He was giving guitar lessons. Mick Fleetwood invited him to join the band. And Lindsay said, I'll leave my girlfriend does. So I brought my babies along. We had hit (laughs) records. I never had children. I was never, well, I was able to, but I just never did. I fucked a lot of guys, but I never had children. (laughs) All in the band. Literally everybody you ever see me uh, associated with, I banged. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you went deep. You this is a and song. here's Rhiannon. He he oh. sent me a song I've never I didn't even know about. Oh really? Is, There's well, no way you I'm didn't know, know about it. No, this oh. is a song from a movie that came out like a couple of years ago, and it sank without a trace because it was one of the most critically reviled movies like ever. It was a movie called The Book of Henry. Oh. Uh, it was a movie. It was a, a movie by the guy Colin Trevorrow. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right. He's with that guy who he did an indie movie, and everybody liked it. And then they just lobbed a Jurassic Park movie at him, and uh. it made zillions of dollars. So then he gets and to then do he anything. did this movie, and then he was supposed to do a Star Wars movie, and he got shit canned off of that. <laughs> uh, and this movie, I don't know, might have been why because it's just a really weird movie with my girlfriend Naomi Watts. It could happen. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but. I like this song. It's a very sweet song. It's called uh, Your Hand, I Will Never Let It Go. A crooked trail I've come across Who can know what's meant for us so if I get caught, what's fair is fair Every single cloud will fall from the air song did you buy this entire soundtrack how did you find this song i went yeah to- because the 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 music was uh, written by michael giacchino who's really one of the best film composers working today you know he did like mm-hmm. you know, a couple of the star trek movies and he did uh you know like he won an oscar for up you know the pixar movie yeah mm-hmm. and uh, and then this song happened to be on it i don't think he had anything to do with the writing of it though i think stevie nicks just wrote it herself that, of course that song stinks <laughs> You don't like that? I did not like that at all. Well, it was putting then, me to sleep, then man. you'll hate the movie because that song <laughs> is the best thing in it. Everything's putting you to sleep today. Seriously. <laughs> and who wrote the title? Yoda? <laughs> Your man. Your man. I will never let go. So that's, well, you yeah. might hate my next one then. No, he won't hate this. This is uh, off her first uh, Belladonna, right? Belladonna. And uh, this is a single. I don't know if it ever came out as a single. but I like West. I only know the hits. This is not one of her biggest hits, but I just like it. It's a very country kind of sound and it often gets overlooked when people ask her stuff i've never seen her do it live but it's uh, after the glitter phase and by the way belladonna translates into my babies <laughs> <laughs> well i never thought i'd make it here in hollywood i never thought i'd ever want to stay what i seem to touch these days is turned to go Find a way. For me, it's the only 
See, I didn't play one of the big. I mean, we could all play stand back. Are you going to play stand back or uh... no? You know what though? Christine Blackburn and I just did an all Stevie Nicks episode, and I couldn't remember what I played and didn't play, and I and I'm too lazy to go back and listen. <laughs> That's and part of out. the reason why I picked this song. I knew yeah, nobody was going to no play. Yeah, it. mine too. So I did pick a song that was a, a hit, but I don't know if um it's from the Wild Heart, her second solo album. But I don't know if I played it that day or if Christine did or not. But this is if anyone falls. This is one of those that went to number 14. One of those really heavily produced 80s things. That was that decade. Man. Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy I, Iovine. I have to say, I did not miss anything <laughs> not following her solo career, well, man. Well, the biggest hits, Standback, was Standback number one? Or uh, how was, many number ones? She did have some number ones. I remember ones. seeing the video for that song like yeah. 50 skidillion times. Oh, was sure. that the one where she's in the black dress spinning? She's always spinning. Wait, is there, I know, but is there that, a video that, that's not in a black dress spinning? <laughs> yeah, with high boots. <laughs> big boots spinning but we do are we in agreement stevie gets in but maybe just it's maybe too soon for her why no, does she I need to get they, in again though she's already yeah. in i don't there's I a don't lot of people that are in I why did the east why did the east street band get in yeah that's bullshit separate from bruce that's, yeah, that's ridiculous that's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. they want a star they need a big name yeah they, they need it. it's ratings mm-hmm. not be that great of a band east street band yeah man I mean, are they? Yeah. How many people did they back up besides Bruce Springsteen? There was there was <laughs> yeah. Ronnie Spector, and I can't think of anybody else. Well, they know their they know their meal ticket. I'm not even a Bruce Springsteen, huge Bruce Springsteen fan, but uh, Nils Lofgren is a great guitar player. Yeah, sure. Um, what's his face is a really good drummer. Max Weinberg. Yeah, but Max if Weinberg. the Street Band had one album on their See, own, I don't like which Max's, they don't. I don't like Max's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, really much. Yeah, there's no like the band. The no, band backed up yeah. Dylan and then went on and sure. became in their own yeah. thing. And even Crazy Horse recorded yeah. an album without Neil Young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe they just don't have the drive. Max is so yeah. meat and potatoes. I mean, compare if you listen to his drumming, listen to Kenny Aronoff. Well, you're, Kenny Aronoff is one of the best drummers of our generation, <laughs> and Max isn't. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Now you you have two songs from the next band. Are you going to decide? Yeah, I didn't on one? decide. Oh yeah. All right. So this is a band I never liked. I'm I'm going right on <laughs> right on board. Right well, to say that we, uh, I couldn't get into them. Even researching this, I couldn't find <laughs> something to latch onto. Well, that we have an all Radiohead episode in the can, which will be coming up. Who, who, who did you record <laughs> Make on? Plans that? to avoid. That yeah, I was, I'll be busy. I'll pass that in the Stevie next one. Yeah, I, I tried. I tried with this band. I really did. Yeah, I. You know, Radiohead is really one of those bands that, I mean, either you love it or you hate it, I guess. Although I don't hate them. I don't hate any music uh, anymore. But Radiohead is just a real mystery to me because I don't think I've ever in my life heard a rock band that was trying so hard to not be a rock band. Oh, seriously? (laughs) Yeah. No, agreed. Look, I do not like Radiohead, but I love the album The Bends. Well, to answer your question, it was a, it was part of the listener series and uh, James Sandlin. It's his favorite band. So, what are you talking about? Uh, who I recorded Radiohead? The all Radiohead oh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> all right, sorry. You said it, and then I just kind of. Ignored I will it. listen oh, okay. to that episode just to see if he can talk me into liking that. I'll give it. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give it a shout. But I do. I think the Benz top to bottom is a great album, and it's. 
Uh, I'm not going to play anything from the Benz. I'm going to play something from their <laughs> the one album you liked. You're one not going to play anything from. But it's funny, but I also like a, a song off their first album called Pablo Honey. Yeah. That's the album. most accessible of all their albums. Pablo oh, I check I check Benz better. I don't really. I got to go listen to the Pablo Honey because I really only like this song okay. from what I know. And this is called Stop Whispering. Right? See, that, I, that I can latch on to better than anything I heard you researching li- you, this. You would like the first album then. <laughs> yeah, that's, okay. that's the first album, Pablo Hummy. That had the, that had Creep on it. Yeah, that's yeah. I think okay. that's still the one that they're most known for, the, that the one song. Yeah. And just so but, you know, um, uh, you know, the listener series, when you when you when you pay to host or you're in the tier that allows you to host and pick the topic, I will this is proof I'll do any topic mm-hmm. and I'll take it seriously and I won't shit on your music. Mm-hmm. And I listen to every one of these albums in preparation. I did not enjoy a lot of it, but I did. <laughs> but I was able to find songs on every album that I did mm-hmm. like, and, yeah. uh, and 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 I do respect what they do, even if it's not my cup of tea. Sure. And, and James said he had a great time, so I and guess. We'll, like, we'll, and if you don't want to pay, just pull a Doctor West Anthony and tweet at a Pat Francis. Mm-hmm. So you'll be at his house at eight fifteen. He, live, he lives in town. What am I going to say? I mean, I walk out. He's on my porch every morning, <laughs> just on the porch swings. Like we recording today. I'm like, let's go home. <laughs> but every radio album, every Radiohead album, it it does. There are like at least one or two songs. Yeah. That you can go, oh, okay, well, I, I can latch on to this. Yeah. In fact, this is an example of one. And it's just, ironically, I just had to look up the title of the album because I couldn't remember it. It's Amnesiac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the song is called Knives Out. And again, lyrics, the lyrics, there's nothing going on in Tom York's head that I ever need to hear again. But musically, I really like the sound of this song. And before I play this, I just want to teach people, teach the listeners, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> just like an Italian... It wouldn't be so bad if like, you could wipe the lyrics and it would be an awesome instrumental in some kind of film noir type movie. Sure. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> really, the, the musicians are great in Radiohead. The They're best really thing great. that came out of Radiohead is, for my money is Johnny Greenwood. Sure. One of their Absolutely. guitarists. Oh yeah. He's gone on to, to compose film, uh, music for films. He's done like the last four Paul Thomas Anderson films. And I think his music scores are fantastic. The score for there will be blood is one of the greatest film scores of that decade. <laughs> and that, re, that re, you reminded me to say who's getting in. Uh, it's all it's all original members. They've right. never changed any. It's like you two. They've never changed a member. Yeah. Uh, Colin Greenwood, Johnny Greenwood. They might be brothers. They are. Ed <laughs> O'Brien, Philip Selway, Selway, and Tom York, who you remember from that Saturday Night Live sketch <laughs> with the guys who uh, synchronized swimming. Yeah. And Tom's not that good of a swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> who did uh, who did the soundtrack for uh, the Facebook movie? Oh. 
That was uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus, and Atticus yes, Ross. Yes, yes, yes. I always get it confused. I always think Greenwood did that. Yeah, they won an Oscar for that. One. Yeah. I first got on heard a Radiohead when they, I believe they were f- the first musical guest on Conan, like Conan's wow. first show. Oh, really? It's amazing to see this new guy, Conan O'Brien, and uh, our musical guest, Radiohead. I was like, what? For the first guest? <laughs> Who? The, what? And I, I think I had heard Creep, maybe, uh, but this is the other one that I knew. And this is a, a hit for them. It's, is Karma Police. The Karma oh, yeah. Police, they live inside of my head. Yep. Is that what it is? <laughs> That's it. Arrest this girl It's making me feel ill We have crashed her This is what See, OK Computer is that is that bridge between good rock and then that whiny shit. <laughs> right? You can you can start because Karma Police is a great tune, he's, but he's just starting to get the way. Yeah, and then, it, then it's all downhill. They play this, but because that album was so successful, then they just it just accelerated their slide into like art stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We'll and, show you and how not to be successful. And they never <laughs> they never came back. Yeah. Uh, they got their core group and it's heavy duty. But have they, you ever heard the mashup that they did of Karma Police with a Day in the Life? No. Yes, yes. How is it? I, I love it. It's, I love a good mashup. Maybe I'm it's one of my favorite Radiohead yeah. recordings. I think that's got to be one of their three that they play, right? I mean, they're, I, they're one of those. They're, they're exactly the type of band who would turn their deep back cut. on any yeah, successful Oh, yeah. No, they I, saw them at, I saw them at the bowl, and they didn't play anything off the band. Why, yeah. do, why say, do, you, do you like them enough to go see them? My friend had a free ticket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll go see anything. As, 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 but I heard he said, I won't go see anything for free. I would see Radiohead for free. At the Hollywood Bowl? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You saw Nugent for free. I paid. <laughs> well, the money's going to a good cause. It certainly is. <laughs> but I will say, like, I, I love... lost a Patreon supporter because of because joking about Ted Nugent. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Good. Who good needs him? Good riddance. Good riddance. Needs go, I... go eat a dead deer and leave yeah. us alone. <laughs> So, you know. But let me tell you something about Radiohead, like Fake Plastic Trees, uh, High and Dry, these acoustic songs off of uh, the bands are just two of my favorite songs of all time. So it's so weird to have this band that I can't stand, yeah. <laughs> like this album I absolutely love. What are you going to play? I'm going to play, this song rocks, it's from, uh, it's, a, it's kind of more of a rocker, it's from the album In Rainbows, and this is called Body Snatchers. I What is I have no idea what he's saying. I do like the guitarist on the stuff I heard when yeah. I was going through it. But, yeah. but I want to get to Rocky Music and the Zombies, two bands I yes. like. Well, all these... Um, <laughs> and again, this, uh, the Radiohead is also in the alternative slot kind of with The Cure. Oh, certainly. I said there are two or three. Who is, who is the... You they said went there are 80, only two. Well, they... Right? 
they go 80s and then this is their 90s alternative band. Okay. So mm-hmm. now they yep. there's we got our slots filled. I put Roxy Music in the 70s alternative. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mostly. Yeah. Precursor. Before we move on. West real- Problems? No, okay. no, I, that works for me. Before we move on real quickly, uh, another song in a new music roundup. This band just released. This is a band that people either like or they don't like. It's Weezer. And they released a covers album. It's called The Teal Album. And this is one of their covers they did. Oh, man. Zeppelin. Black Sabbath. Sabbath. Oh, Sabbath. I'm sorry. Jeez. I'm, I'm ashamed. It's early. It's fine. Edit that out. Weezer, huh? Yep. They you know we only have 15 more minutes, right? Yeah. They also did this. Imagine me and you. Same album. Will the turtles get in? They might already be in. I don't think they are. <laughs> but then they bring it home with no scrubs. Yeah. Yeah, that's on this album too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I will say something about this album. It's a fun listen. It, it's basically almost note for note remakes you know they didn't sure. make it their own other than saying it's us mm-hmm. but i liked it I, I was i was pleasantly surprised and i'm just a casual weezer fan mm-hmm. all right let's move kyle on. probably despises it oh i hate mm-hmm. it yeah. <laughs> couldn't hate it more did you listen to any of it i didn't you like it i hate it <laughs> hate every note of it murray you picked two roxy music songs let's oh, uh dare you. while you decide what you're gonna play i'm gonna tell you all the people getting in brian oh, eno yes uh, Brian Ferry with a yeah, Y. Yep. Uh, John Gustafson, Gustafson. Eddie Jobs. Eddie Jobson. Andy McKay. Phil Manzanera. Python. Graham Simpson and Paul Thompson. Eight people strong. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right. Which one you playing? Um, well, I, this is off uh, Country Life. Both of them were. Both of them were. I got. It's, Seven years ago, I lived in New York right after Frank was born, and it was my first stint at stay-at-home dad. Mm-hmm. And I had hired somebody who used to co-host the show on a pilot I was writing, and he's like, "Oh, you gotta listen to my podcast called Rock Solid." And so uh, I went to New York. I found Rock Solid, and I just listened to it all day, all day. Caught up on all the old things. I'm so sorry. I, it was good. It was good. Oh, he since stopped listening. (laughs) So I listened to that when I was uh, at the gym, and then every day I would put Frank in a Bjorn and pick a monument and just walk to it and listen to uh, this Roxy Music album. And I thought, let's go with uh, a really good time. on the album cover. Yeah. See-through bras. You've heard enough of the blues and stuff. You're pretty swell now cause you're pretty tough. But I don't have to tell you how hard it can be to get by. You never bothered about anyone else. You're well I think I just didn't put in the time code. Good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> just oh, we got a lot of time. The, started from the beginning. <laughs> Sorry, let's play the thrill of it all instead. <laughs> Maybe Wes will play that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe not. No, no, I won't play that Worry one. Worry on Roxy Music, Wes. 
this is the, the lead off track from, from Avalon was absolutely gorgeous album. This yeah. is maybe, probably my favorite Roxy music song. You know, this album it was engineered and mixed by Bob Clearmountain. I and mean, I read in an interview, this is the album that he gets the most compliments on. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Not I born mean, in the USA. Cause it's got, <laughs> it's got such a great sound. And I, I think probably because this is probably an album that a lot of couples will listen to. Sure. And yeah, the lead off track, it, this is just a gorgeous song. The first time I ever heard it was covered by Robin Hitchcock, but this is actually much better. This is more than this. Oh, my favorites. One of my favorite songs ever. It's so great. This album top to bottom is fantastic. You took it right from the beginning. Yeah. Right up top. it down so good brian yeah, ferry yeah. they don't play that song i'm gonna be furious brian ferry's yeah. touring doing this album top to bottom this year Is really he? yes is oh, his voice man. still good yeah yeah from what i've heard i yeah he's in his if 70s, I have to sell a kidney i'm going yeah. to that let's keep it moving we got six minutes pilar's guests have already started to file in for the next show well if i didn't already unsubscribed thank you for bringing podcast. that up because uh, this is uh one of my other favorites so this is out of the blue from country life mm-hmm. country life's a good album Wow, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. I gotta buy this album today. I'm gonna look for it when we go to Free Beat. Also, amazing guitar work. Absolutely. The yeah. more uh, the more I listened, I didn't notice it before. I was like, wow, this guy's wailing every time. <laughs> and they, were, they burned through a few guitarists. How many albums did they have? Because I have a feeling in a week and a half, I'm going to own all these albums. The first one was like 72 or really three. Early, it was, really early. Yeah. It was older than I yeah, thought. It was like 1972, uh, right around there. I took one from 1975 from the Siren album. This is Love is the Drug. Oh, oh classic. Yes. It used to be my karaoke go to. <laughs> Sounds a little like Talking Heads. A little bit, now that you mention it, yeah. How about that? Or Look at that, here's the music podcast. Or they sounded like Roxy Music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Brian Eno did produce like three of their most pivotal albums. Mm-hmm. So I'm Wesson, sure that there was again, there. the knowledge. Coming it's in here with your facts. It's, Roxy, it's, it's Roxy, annoying. Roxy Music, the first album, came out in 72. So yeah, they have, two. There wow. you go. Four, five, six, seven. They have eight albums. Okay. And Brian Ferry has All a right. great solo career also. Now, mm-hmm. that's another thing. Okay, so should Ro- Brian Ferry get in the Hall of Fame as a solo artist? You know where I stand on the solo no. artist stuff. <laughs> no. Stevie Nicks, I don't want in. I don't want Brian Ferry in. Okay. 
I got to be fair. Yeah, I no, be fair. I get it. I co-host co a music podcast <laughs> once every two years. That's true. All right, we're moving on to the zombies. This is exciting for me because I sat down with the zombies right here at this very table, and it was way more exciting than the show we're doing today. <laughs> you sat down with most of the zombies at this table. The one zombie sat at the couch and recorded. Yeah, we th yeah. Rod Argent was, Rod was Argent in the next was right, room. He was right here. And as far away from the microphone I as know. you know. You think a guy that makes his living talking into a no, microphone, microphone. A professional would, singer would know how to do a microphone. Get right up on it. <laughs> it was so funny. The logo was up there with my name, and every time... I would ask him something. He would look at the thing and say, and then he would look at me and call me Pat. Like, <laughs> he'd just be like, well, it's funny that you should mention that. Pat, Pat. Francis. <laughs> uh, with, with Pat Francis. I've, I've, in, I've had, I've, I think, how many, how many Hall of Fame inductees have I talked to in person? Sammy Hagar, mm -hmm. Nancy Wilson from Heart, and the zombies. Three of the zombies. Well done. Three of the five original members. That's cool. All right. Who's so, getting in there? Oh, Everyone, all the, original, all, the original. all the original members are getting in. Rod Argent, Paul Atkinson, who is uh, Rock and Peace, Colin Blundstone, Hugh Grundy, and Chris White. Awesome. So, what do we got? Think Rod Argent should get in on a solo? No. <laughs> <laughs> Guy doesn't know how to use a microphone. <laughs> he give, give a speech from the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> I, the song I picked, I'll use that for our playout song because I didn't pick a playout okay, song. Okay. So. I guess somebody brought the other song because it was literally one of my favorite songs. So when you guys play it, I'll tell you right. what it is. But I picked off of, obviously, Odyssey and Oracle. I think this is the opening track. Mm -hmm. Care of Cell 44. Yeah. Base. Yeah, yeah. Counting the days until they set you free again. Writing this letter, hoping you're okay. Send you the room you used to stay. That's fantastic. It this sounds is, so good yeah. in headphones, too. This is one of those songs where I, I, I'm just enjoying I always enjoyed it, but I never really listened to the lyrics. And then driving my oldest daughter to high school last year, she goes, so it's about a guy in prison. I go, you're crazy. <laughs> Is not? She's like, yeah, Carousel 44. I go, what are you talking about? <laughs> then I, you know, then, then you listen to it and you go, oh yeah. It's, it's obviously that. And then you, then you realize that. the title says Care of Cell <laughs> yeah, 44. And yeah. then I realized that, uh, you know, I raised smart kids. I, I saw I them do the top, this album top to bottom about 10 years ago. Oh, and man. it was great. Yeah, it was Mike and I just saw them last saw, year. Yeah, we oh, saw okay. On the 50th anniversary. I think so. Right. And, and then yeah. we got to go, we got to meet we them. We got to meet them and then they came in here. That was so good. Who opened that show? Uh, no one. Nobody. Ian no Hunter opened the show I saw. It was fantastic, man. Just still that big hair. Did they follow him? Were they able to follow? Oh him? yeah, totally. Right, cool. Yeah, but he was just jumping all over the stage with those like snakeskin pointy shoes and <laughs> jumping around in a vest. Uh, okay, Wes, who did you pick? Uh, well, Wes' song is in mono. Okay. Hey, I, I mono version. <laughs> That's how it was recorded. Version, I like but, the I like the mono. Yeah, and this one is I, I wanted to pick a song that would highlight uh, Rod Argent's uh, songwriting because I think it's really essential to what makes the zombie so great. Is he's got that that jazz oriented sound that really set them apart from a lot of the other British invasion bands. There was a whole story about how he, you know, he'd like sold off some of his Elvis Presley singles to buy a Miles Davis album. That's, that's <laughs> the kind of stuff that he's into. And so, so yeah, both of the songs that I picked really, I think show off that vibe, but this one is one of my favorites called whenever you're ready. Oh, 
Chorus, it's so cool. Yeah. And then you move on and write a shit storm show like God gave <laughs> rock and roll to you. How does that happen? I don't understand. It's so bad. Kiss drugs. covered it. <laughs> lots and lots of drugs. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you picked a great one too. I yeah, mean, this is off of Odyssey all, and Oracle. If, if you well. don't own Odyssey and Oracle, get it because it. I didn't find it for fifty years, and it's one of my favorite. Oh, albums it's a of fantastic! All time now. A lot of people herald that as one of the, right up there yeah. with Sergeant Pepper's and uh, Pet Sounds. I probably picked this one because it's, it's very Beatlesque. And as this well. was this was used in an episode of Mad Men, and that's oh, was pe- it? Pe- people were like, "Whoa, what's that song?" And I think a lot of people found the zombies because of Mad Men. Yeah, this is uh, this will be our year. That's my favorite song. That's the one I wanted to play. Shut up. Eat it. <laughs> I love it. Was that like a <laughs> cornet trumpet? What do they call them? A uh, piccolo, bar trumpet. Piccolo trumpet. That was so. just me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reason I'm excited that the zombies are getting in is because they really want to get in. They're excited about it. They were tweeting all the time. Please vote for us. They're still alive, and I feel that and when they he, still sound great. And they yeah, still sound great. And when these guys get older, don't give them the nod. Don't wait. They're gonna die. <laughs> Yes, got in after the one guy who was on every album, Chris Squire, yeah. had passed. And the bassist uh, and the zombies died, what, months after we saw him? Well, he wasn't the original bassist. Though. But still, I but mean, still, he, yeah. probably, he might have gone up there with him. He might have, yeah. He definitely would have played. Yeah, he Absolutely. definitely would have played. Yeah, it's kind of a So, bad. you know, don't wait, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Don't be dicks. People know him from their big hit time of the season. Is that what you're going to play us out with? No, no, no. I'm going to play my, the play out I picked is I want you back again. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So we didn't pick, I didn't, no one picked or so people don't know who like their big yeah. hit. They she's would know not, that she's not there. And she's the not there one? in yeah. time yeah. of the season. Yeah. Which are two great of they'll, songs. They'll probably play really used uh, well in that friends episode. <laughs> <laughs> was it in a friends episode? It was in a friends episode where Chandler I, and Jennifer. Aniston I watched friends sex. like a maniac, like every Thursday must see TV. Now, if an episode of Friends came on, comes on, I go, I don't, I don't, remember, this epi- I don't remember this episode at all. It's because you're 55. I Seinfeld think, I think, comes on. I, I don't think it aged well. I don't think it. Friends There's a guest star on every episode, yeah. too. Oh, look, John claude Van Damme. Oh, look, Billy Crystal. Uh, oh, Danny DeVito's here. Every episode of some, why am I talking like Penny I like, Marshall? I like the okay, progression, I like the progression right. of Matt Perry's drug use. Yeah. Through you, it, I love it. back. I love when Matt Perry's on back pills because he's so thin. He looks amazing. <laughs> Gaunt, looks he looks fantastic. great. Fantastic. And the camera adds 10 pounds, so he must weigh 72 pounds in those episodes. <laughs> Murray, where are you on Twitter? Uh, I'm at Murray V on Twitter, Murray V Comedy on Instagram, and Murray Blair on Facebook. You host Murray the... Comedy. The Road Stories podcast, part of all things comedy. West, yes. where can we find you on Twitter? 
Dr. West Anthony, you can find me on Twitter. And then uh, you know, there's still uh, plenty of episodes of my uh, podcast, Musical Notation, available on uh, iTunes. And you can go to westanthony.com and find them. And you're going to do possibly more someday? Uh, I hope to. We'll see how you know my whole health uh, thing goes. <laughs> Way to bring us down. Seriously. Yes. Sorry. And could you get your oxygen? Could is, you get your oxygen? These are the worst plugs. You gave a, a plug that Murray didn't want. You got West depressing the hell out of us. These are the worst plugs. When I've my ever... cholesterol goes down, I'll probably yeah. start doing more. So, Mike, you want to tell us when your show got canceled? Oh my gosh. Um, uh, are you done, West? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, you know what? Actually, I'll say yeah, since we're talking about the zombies and my podcast, I did do a whole episode on the zombies' involvement in the 1965 film called "Bunny Lake Is Missing." It's episode number 118, and Look you can you can listen to that. Crap! Bunny Lake Is Missing. Holy yeah, shit! I yeah. haven't the, heard that. The zombies title. got billing in that movie, and mm. they just you don't actually they're on a TV in a scene in a pub. <laughs> but All right. but they got billing in that film. Name the title again. Bunny, Bunny Lake, Lake is, is missing. It's an Otto Preminger film from 1965. Is it a good movie? Be honest. It is a good movie. Scale of one to ten. Seven. Ten being the worst. What? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? All right, Mike. What do you got for uh, us? Travel Tales Pod on uh, Insta. Uh, Travel Tales Pod on Twitter. Travel Tales Podcast on Instagram. Funny Mike on Twitter. And uh, TravelTalesPodcast.com. If you're age 75 and older, right. look for Mike on the boats. And also look for my uh, uh, dry bar comedy special. Yeah, when's that going to You're going to tweet about give that? Me, yeah, uh, incessantly. But uh, it'll be out this spring. Produced sometime. by Robert Smith. Yeah. <laughs> is there a chance you'll be edited out of that? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. It's always a chance. Always a chance. It's a Mormon-backed company. Yeah. That was a callback to the Joseph Smith I joke from an hour and a half ago. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't even remember. That didn't work then. Don't even remember. <laughs> we are at Rock Solid Show. I'm at Pat underscore Francis. Kyle is at Kyle Dotson Funny. Uh, go to the Patreon page and support us. And uh, just keep following and liking and doing all those good things. And thanks for listening. And I will play us out with uh, the zombies. I want you back again on Rock Solid. Thank you, Murray. Thank you, West. And thank you, Siegs. Thank you. Thank you with Pat Francis. Somebody help me. I gotta eat. Somebody help me to stand on my feet. your help I can stand on my own